Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. While you've spent your entire career saving for retirement, the last thing that you need at this stage of the game is to make a misstep so you end up spending down your savings too quickly. Now, how can you make sure that you've done enough? Today, here on the NOCO Retirement Report, we're going to share with you some simple ways to help you maximize your retirement income. You can help make the most of your retirement by taking these strategic but simple steps. Northern Colorado, we welcome you to the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team anytime at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Alicia, Josh, welcome to the show. Well, good morning. Good morning. Always great to be with you. You know, it's important for for people to recognize that your financial focus does need to change when you get into retirement. Now, obviously, you know, during our working years, we focus on saving, saving, saving. And that's what it's all about, putting money in 401k and, you know, maybe investing, maybe creating an IRA or just whatever it is that you're doing. But when you retire, you want to shift because you're in more of a preservation mode and you want to maximize the dollars that you've saved to make sure they last you as long as you need them to during retirement. Now, the steps that we're going to go over today could be the difference between hoping that your money will last and actually knowing that it's going to last. And and that is such a key. So let's talk about those projections from the Employee Benefit Research Institute. And it shows that 40% 40% of households where the head of household is between 35 and 64 projected to run short of money in retirement. So how concerned should retirees be about running out of money? You know, honestly, this is a legitimate concern, and I'm not one of those fear-mongering type people of, you know, be afraid, be very afraid. But it's something that I think we really need to take a, a focus on and look at it in these longer-term perspectives. I think too often... A lot of people look at it in these kind of short bursts, you know, more like a sprint rather than a marathon and think, oh, if I do this or that, then I'm going to start saving. And I think a lot of times people don't kind of put that at the forefront of their finances. And then that really does create this risk of, you know, with increasing longevity for most folks, we're going to live longer, which means we're probably going to be retired for longer, which translates to needing more money in retirement. So that obviously increases the probability of possibly running out of money in retirement. So this is a big concern, I think, for a lot of people. And again, it all comes back to time in the market and really, you know, seeing those investments grow and compound in a long-term fashion. Now, especially for those of us who are still kind of in the working years, but like me, more in that mid-50s, starting to think about retirement, you know, so what can I do in these final, let's say, 10 to 12 years of maximizing what I'm doing right now to, to get there? So let's talk about some factors that can create a quicker spend down on our savings when we're in retirement. 
Well, I mean, we, we really see a lot of factors that um, really affect people's ability to retire. Sometimes it's illness or maybe an accident. Um, and a lot of times what we've seen in the past several years specifically is the forced early retirement. Mm. That's something that, you know, we've seen a lot of and as well as inflation. That's that's something that I think most people can feel right now and will continue to feel as we move forward through some of these times. Um, but another big one that I would I would probably say is the hardest to see is uh, stock market volatility, and this is this is one where it's it you know you're saving you're everything's going good until it's not, and then you're like oh my gosh I was supposed to retire in a couple of years, and now I've I've you know my my portfolio just took a pretty big dip and now I'm not sure that I can. And that's, that's where, uh, you know, our clients, we've got them positioned in a way that their success is not determined on the stock market being, you know, doing well and constantly doing well, because yes, of course, nobody wants to lose money in the market. However, when you have a, a plan that is going to ensure that you've got your income taken care of, you know, with inflation counting in that, you know, inflation bumps every year and you, you have that plan, then it's not that, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? It's, Hey, we've planned for this all along. So it's not going to affect, you know, if I'm able to retire or how, how my retirement is going to go. Right. Cause when you kind of look at that list of things, you know, that Alicia just rattled off, all those things are beyond your control, right? Not, it's not a matter of, did you save enough or did you, you know, make a large enough elective contribution to your 401k? It's all of these things that are beyond your control that, you know, really need to be addressed somehow inside of that retirement plan. In fact, today here on the show, Alicia and Josh are offering you a free guide. It's Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? All you have to do is go to the website, which is laymanlewisresources.com. Scroll down to Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? The free guide. Click on it. Enter your name and your email address. will be a downloadable PDF to you. Again, a free guide. Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? Courtesy of Josh and Alicia Lewis from Layman Lewis Financial Group Team. It's at laymanlewisresources.com. You can also call the office at 970-446-1234 to obtain that guide as well. 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So let's talk about some solutions here. Because, I mean, it's it's one thing to talk about a problem, but, we, you know, people want, well, how do I solve it? So... What's a possible strategy to help us make sure that we won't spend down that money and our savings too quickly in retirement? Right. So we all know kind of the golden rule of investing is diversification. And one of the ways we like to diversify assets is to look at them in sort of what we would refer to as a bucket strategy. So a lot of times people go, oh, this is my portfolio. I'm all invested in equities or something like that. And they look at it as kind of this one lump sum. And really what we like to do is sort of break that out into some different buckets, but each bucket is going to have its own sort of respective risk tolerance and sort of time period associated with that. So it could work something like, let's say, bucket number one would be what you might use in the first two to five years, say, of retirement. It's going to be in 
relatively conservative investments, you know, maybe CDs, maybe some bonds, municipal funds, things like that, where we know we're not going to see a lot of big swings with market volatility because time horizon for that money is short and we're looking at using it. So we don't want to see a, you know, 20% drop in our income for the year. So, you know, we're going to use that, spin it down over maybe a two to five year period. Meanwhile, we have a bucket two and three in a, you know, deferral sort of period. So we go through our two to five years of retirement. We spin down bucket one. Then we get to bucket two, which, you know, might be some little bit riskier funds, maybe some mutual funds, some dividend producing equities, uh, maybe some bonds. But, you know, a little bit more moderate risk profile because we had some time to defer that and let that grow. Now, this is going to be used for, you know, paying us out that income stream that we need for maybe, say, the next three to 10 years, depending on how bucket one was structured. And so we go on about our lives and we, you know, kind of spin down that bucket two. Meanwhile, we've had, you know, bucket number three over there in this deferral period for this period of, say, 10 years or so. And we look at using different type of investments in there. We might look at, say, using something like a fixed indexed annuity. This is going to help mitigate risk, but we also know that this could have an income value associated with that, you know, for a specific amount of income at a specific point in time. So this is really going to be, you know, in some respects, conservative if we use an annuity, but we're also going to look at using some risk-based assets in there as well, simply because we have more time horizon, so we have a greater capacity for risk in that, you know, kind of space. So once we spin down bucket two, we get to bucket three, you know, this maybe using a fixed index annuity, we have a lifetime income benefit. So then this allows us to pick up that income gap for the rest of our lifetimes. And then more often than not, we have a bucket number four that we're using to invest for growth, a hedge against inflation, potential health care costs, all these other things. So we know that our income is going to be taken care of with, you know, buckets one, two, and three over a period of time. But we always want to have some other assets growing, accumulating, appreciating, all of those things so that they can help fill in the gaps, help pay for some of those one-off costs, and do all the fun things we want to do in retirement. And so, Alicia, you know, I'm hearing Josh talk about this, and I can see somebody, you know, maybe in their late 50s, early 60s, and they're like, well, you know, my investment advisor really hasn't talked about this bucket strategy, and I, we've only talked about that one kind of giant lump sum of cash and growing it and those kind of things. So when is it good to kind of reach out and maybe get a second opinion and, and talk about some retirement strategies rather than kind of that one giant ball of cash? Well, I, you know, I just, I always think, and here for people who have been listening to us for a very long time, do you remember when I had that knee injury? We talked about it a couple times on air. So if you, if you've listened for a long time, you'll know this. So I had this terrible knee injury and, um, I went to my family physician who I love and he said, unfortunately, you are going to have to get uh, some surgery. It'll be uh, not very invasive, but you're still going to have to get surgery. And I was like, wait a minute, time out. Like, you've only taken an x-ray. We're talking about ligaments and things like that. I need to get... I need to get an MRI. I need to get, you know, some more tests done. And so I went to uh, orthopedic center of the Rockies and I said, I want to see a, a knee specialist. And so talked to the specialist. Sure enough, he was like, you need to go get an MRI, went, got the MRI. 
And he came back and he said, you're not going to need surgery, but this is going to take some time with some physical therapy and, um, you're going to have to, you know, do some work. Right. And, and I, to this day, I'm just like, I am so grateful that I got that second opinion because had I not, I would have just gone under the knife and it, I, I would have had probably more knee problems than ever before. And being able to talk to a specialist, look at the deep dive analytical piece of um, your portfolio is going to serve you well. And, and again, I love my family physician and just like, I'm sure you love your advisor that you've worked with for the past 20 years. And it doesn't mean that, you know, my family physician isn't a good doctor. It just meant I needed to see a special, a knee specialist, just like you might need to see a retirement specialist because we do different things and we plan differently and we do different analysis and we do different tests and things like that. And so a second opinion is going to behoove you. Mm, no doubt. Folks running out of money, it's still the biggest fear for so many people that Alicia and Josh work with. And they get caught up in how much they've saved, but really is that money going to last 30 30 plus years in retirement. If your answer is, I have no clue, then reach out to Alicia, Josh, the entire team at Lehman Lewis. Chuck and Jeff will help you as well. 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. And we'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Hey, Northern Colorado, do you have questions about your retirement plan? Call the family-owned and operated Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970 970- 519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Who will get your things when you're gone? Discover what options you have to make sure your wishes are carried out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free estate planning guide by texting GIFT to 970-446-1234. That's GIFT to 970-446-1234. You found the NOCO Retirement Reports along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinrock. 96% of Americans are taking Social Security at the incorrect time. That means that most of us are losing out on an average of $111,000 over a lifetime. So many of us are really mismanaging the benefit. And yet for some, when you start taking your Social Security, uh, social security easy for me to say, 
Uh, that could be a million-dollar decision, so let's explain the math here, how that we could be losing out on that much cash. Oh, my gosh. Did someone say math? Yeah, math. It's, uh, it's, it's your middle uh, name, Josh. <laughs> okay. I did hold it, Alicia. <laughs> You're gonna have to contain him on this one because you know I he's know. gonna go get he's fired so, up. He's so excited. <laughs> so excited right now. All right, fire away, Josh. All right. So we had big cost of living adjustment. It was uh five point nine percent. So when you look at the average social security benefit for, you know, someone in the United States right now, it's about sixteen hundred and fifty seven dollars per month. Mm-hmm. So When you look at that over, say, a 30-year retirement, that's just shy of about $600,000. And if you're married, well, you can pretty well double that number to a certain regard. So when you start talking about, you know, is it really a million dollars in Social Security benefits over 30 years for a married couple? The answer is yes, absolutely it is. So that's why it becomes really important to start looking at all of these different sort of, you know, nuances that impact your social security. And a lot of these things, you know, we can look at the numbers associated with, oh, if you wait until age 70, you get X amount for a benefit. But what I think a lot of people sort of miss out on is looking at where you break even with social security, you know, whether you're going to take it at 62 or, you know, 66 in 10 months or 70, whatever it might be. You got to look at kind of this idea that, you know, Social Security is is built by actuarial models, right? They look at life expectancy. And so they're going to look at what's the average life expectancy for most Americans. So when you start conducting these, you know, like a break-even type analysis on Social Security, most folks are going to see that break-even point somewhere right around mid-80s. So you got to start looking at what does your situation look like specific to you, What's longevity look like in your family? What's your life expectancy? What's your lifestyle look like? What does your you know social security benefit translate to for your spouse? Is your spouse younger? Is your spouse older? Are they going to outlive you by a long time? So a lot of these things become more involved rather than going, oh, I get this much at 62, but if I wait, I get this much. Well, there's a lot more considerations that go into that. You know, sort of like, where are you getting your other income from? Are you going to see an increase, you know, after age, full retirement age 67, your benefits go up by 8%. So does it make sense to wait? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on where your other assets are and how those are growing and appreciating. And again, kind of how that all translates back into your plan. Because when we talk about Social Security, for a lot of folks, this is kind of one of those buckets in retirement that we use for income planning. So it becomes really important to look at it specifically to you, your situation, and how that all works with your family as well. By the way, Josh and Alicia are offering you a free Social Security report. All you have to do is go to the website. It's laymanlewisresources.com. Scroll down to the Social Security report. Click on it. Put your name and email address in there. It'll be a downloadable PDF to you. It's absolutely free. You can find it on the website at laymanlewisresources.com and look for the Social Security report to get more information. Now, you know, it's it's clearly uh, Social Security is a big deal. And by the way, COLA next year could be between 10.1 and 10.9 percent, they're saying. So uh, potentially a big increase. But, uh, you know, one thing we've talked about it a number of times here on the show, but I want to reiterate this to, to the listeners again today, Alicia. The Social Security Administration staff, they can't give you 
you know, their opinions, their recommendations. They are not allowed to. So, again, if people think, hey, I'll just I'll just call the Social Security Administration and they'll help me out. Um, they can point you to getting your report and that's about it. Absolutely. They they are there to help you get Social Security started, not make the decision of when to start it, what would be the best option. And they are literally not allowed. We have we have a client. And by the way, the, the Social Security office here is just um, incredible people who work there. We have a client who uh, recently retired from there. And um, she she even told us, she said, we it was absolutely against the rules. Even if we knew what would probably be the best option, we were not allowed to say anything because it would be a liability. And we're not there um, as advisors. We're there to uh, start the Social Security, you know, for them. So there is that. Um, unfortunately, you are going to need to get uh, different advice. And fortunately, we can help you with that. Yeah, by the way, you can reach out to Josh and Alicia and ask those kind of questions. 970-446-1234 is the phone number. 970-446-1234. So let's talk about some factors that we should consider before we start taking Social Security. All right. So first off, you want to kind of sort through all the different options you have to claim your benefits, right? So are you getting a primary, you know, worker with your PIA? Are you looking to file a spousal? You know, so there's some different things to consider there. But you also want to look at really um, tax impact, right? Because what the IRS tracks is a number referred to as provisional income. So the more provisional income you have, it increases the probability of your Social Security being taxed. So again, it depends on how you file your taxes. If you're married filing jointly or a single filer, there's different thresholds. But if you go, say, you're married filing jointly, you have more than $44,000 of provisional income, that means that you're going to start seeing the tax rates change on how much of your Social Security benefit is subjected to taxation. Another piece of that comes back to Medicare Part B premium. So if you're deferring your Social Security, say, past age 65, you're going to actually have to pick up, you know, the tab on those Part B premiums because what most folks do after, you know, collecting Social Security is just have those electively deducted out of your benefit. So there's some different things you want to look at of how you're going to pay for that and also how that impacts really what the net amount of your Social Security benefit is going to be. And so when we start looking at all of that, that's when we kind of hone in on when does it make sense for you to start collecting your benefit? And then how does that translate into maybe your spouse collecting a benefit, whether it's on their own earnings record or if they're collecting a spousal benefit? So some different nuances there. And it also, you got to look at the different age ranges too. So if you were born in a specific period of time, your full retirement age might be different than somebody who is, you know, a year or two older than you. So kind of identifying some of those different rules and guidelines and then looking at how all of that applies to your specific situation. You know, Alicia, as long, I mean, and obviously Chuck's been doing it a long time, you and Josh and Jeff, and I mean, you're talking about a lot of uh, great knowledge. So are have you guys seen some common mistakes that people make when it comes to taking their social security before maybe they come and talk to you? 
Yes. And I, I do have to say there, um, some of them can be reversed. We had uh, somebody come in who was listening to our show and said, gosh, I need, I need a little bit more information about what's going on with my portfolio. And we started digging in and he had just uh, started social security about six months prior and he was 62 and a half. So he had started it right at 62 social security. And he didn't realize that when you start social security, um, there is a limit to how much you can make uh, and earn. And so he had been retired, but he picked up kind of this fun job. He actually uh, started working over at Shields and um, just, just a fun job. And, and he was like, I, you know, we started looking at the numbers and we're like, this is, you know, this is not going to be good for, you know, your social security. You are going to, they're going to take away a dollar for every $3 that you make. Um, and he had no idea. And so what we were able to do is help him reverse that. That's, it's one, um, you know, there are some rules that you can kind of work with and, and fix with some of these common mistakes, like taking social security too early. Um, but again, it, it really, I, I cannot stress enough. These decisions, uh, really follow you for the rest of your life. And so making sure that you do it right the first time is extremely, extremely important because not only does it affect you, it affects your spouse as well. Oh, no no kidding. So, uh, Josh, you were talking about the buckets before. So where does Social Security fit into that strategy or which, you know, is it kind of the middle bucket that you're you're saying that it fits into? So a lot of times where we see this is, and again, it, it really depends on when you retire, sure. right? If you're If you did well saving and you retire at 55, well, then that Social Security might work sort of in tandem with bucket three. But if you retired a little bit later, we might look at that as part of bucket two. So when we say, okay, the second bucket, you know, we look at, again, budget, right? Because we're planning on you spending a, a certain amount of money. Hold it. I have to have a budget? It really helps. It really helps to determine how much you need in retirement if you know how much you spend. So... Um, so we look at that kind of to determine, hey, how much you know income do we need, sort of fixed income, if you will, to just meet that sort of monthly minimum requirement, and then we'll calculate Social Security benefits as a part of that. So it really is going to work sort of in tandem or symbiosis with those other buckets so that we can kind of look at, hey, maybe we don't need to take as much elective withdrawals off our portfolio because Social Security is going to pick up X amount at this, you know, fixed point in time. So, you know, really looking at how those all work together. And if maybe maybe things go really well, better than what was projected, and we say, hey, let's maybe defer Social Security another year, or we might say, hey, this sort of thing came up, maybe we should take Social Security a little bit earlier. Ah, no. Folks, Alicia and Josh are offering you a free retirement roadmap. And as part of that roadmap, there's a Social Security analyzer and it it again breaks down where you're at and where you want to go and how social security fits into that re entire retirement income picture so to start your retirement roadmap and and get a true direction as josh said you know putting that budget together and and looking at how things work in tandem and and get you to where you want to go in retirement Reach out today, 970-446-1234. It's going to help you sort through all the different options on how to claim your 
Social Security benefits. You're going to learn more about the potential impact uh, that your decisions can have on your taxes, on Medicare, on your spousal benefits, and more. And then it's also going to pinpoint the precise time for you to start taking your Social Security to make sure that you aren't missing out on those tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime benefits. Again, the Social Security Administration, by rule, cannot help you with these decisions. Alicia, Josh, Jeff, Chuck, the entire Lehman Lewis Financial Group team, that's what they do. They help you get through to the decision that you want to make with your retirement income. Again, reach out today, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. And we'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Inflation, it never stops. Do you understand how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Ready to take control of your future? Register now for one of Lehman Lewis Financial Group's upcoming dinner seminars by texting RSVP to 970-446-1234. That's RSVP to 970-446-1234. Thanks for tuning in. You found the NOCO Retirement Reports along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. They're with the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. You can reach out anytime at 970 970- Four four six one two three four. Well, Forbes magazine says required minimum distributions can trigger the highest penalty in the tax code if you don't follow the rules. Now, you do not want steep penalties and potentially higher taxes swiping away your retirement savings when you're in retirement because it could leave you with a fraction of the money that you've been counting on your entire life for your retirement. So let's talk about this potential mistake and how can we avoid it? You're never going to believe this. If you make this mistake with your RMDs, required minimum distributions, and you do not take them when you are supposed to take them, the IRS will charge you 50%. That is the steepest penalty of really anything that that we see. So it is so important to make sure that you are taking it um, when you are supposed to take it. And guess what? It's changed. It used to be 70 and a half. 
Now it's 72. Thank goodness they didn't do the half age because <laughs> that always confused people. Um, but things are changing. Rules are changing. And we want to make sure that you are up to date on all of these things so that you don't have to pay any penalties. Yeah, and, and, and in fact, uh, Secure Act 2.0 is working its way through Congress right now. And so, again, those rules could change again. But we're going to talk about what's, you know, in tow right now. And Alicia said, you know, again, 72. But think about if you got dinged 50% and then you're taking money out of a qualified account and then the tax. I mean, holy cow, you could catch yourself in a tailspin. So what do pre-retirees really need to know about taking that RMD, that required minimum distributions, from a retirement account? I think don't procrastinate is really kind of the main rule with Touché. that. Touche, yeah. And, you know, people love to do that with retirement planning is kind of put it off. And too often people look at that required minimum distribution as sort of, you know, a, a thorn in their neck, if you will. And they say, well, I don't want to take it, so I'm just going to kick that can down the road <laughs> and I'll take it when I have to. Well, unfortunately, you got to look at age 72, right? You're already past your maximum Social Security benefit. You're probably already retired. So you're already generating taxable income. And then you get Social Security as well. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, you have a million dollars in your IRA? Well, you got to take out about 3.6% of that total sum. So now all of a sudden, because you didn't do anything, your taxable income just went up by $36,000. So that can have an adverse impact to taxation on your Social Security, maybe your Medicare Part B premium. But again, all of those distributions from your IRA are effectively taxed at their highest rate because tax code is progressive. The more money you make, the more money you take out of your IRA, higher you go up in those tax brackets. So all too often, people wait. They procrastinate and they just say, well, I'm going to do it when I have to. And then all of a sudden they go, well, I don't want to pay all these extra taxes. Well, you should have thought of that five to seven years sooner. And that's why we do so much planning around this where we're looking, again, we're not just planning for today. We're planning for five, 10, 15, 20, until you're a hundred years old, we're planning and looking out saying, what are the potential issues that these families might face? And one of them is exactly what Josh was talking about is, you know, just keep deferring, taking money out of your IRA. And before you know it, those RMDs are going to sneak up on you and cost you big time and, and big time in taxes too. And I think that that's where, again, we are looking at the future and saying, how can we position you into a place where you are going to be in, in a better place tax wise, uh, when you, a, when you are at that required minimum distribution, but also when 2026 rolls around because taxes are scheduled to go up in 2026. And that's where we say, all right, is it better to take some of your income off of IRA money now while taxes are low? Pay the taxes on that. That way, in the future, you're going to have less RMDs that you're going to have to figure out and position different types of income that hopefully will be more tax efficient and, fingers crossed, tax-free if, if the planning is available. But, again, this takes... Uh, this takes planning and this takes sitting down with someone who works specifically in retirement planning. And this is what we do. And this is this is why we love doing what we do, because we get to help families position their retirement for success. Now, my tongue is firmly planted in my cheek. 
But Josh and Alicia, I worked all my life to pay Uncle Sam. <laughs> I, I'm sure I should do it more in retirement. Says I mean, no one ever. Exactly. Exactly. So if you want to, if you want to reach out to Alicia and Josh today, in fact, they have a uh, a great free guide for you on the website. It's at LaymanLewisResources.com, and it's Are you subjecting your portfolio to too much risk? If you want this free downloadable guide, just go to laymanlewisresources.com. Scroll down to Are You Subjecting Your Portfolio to Too Much Risk? And click on it. Enter your name and your email address. It's a downloadable PDF to you, courtesy of Alicia and Josh Lewis and the team at the Layman Lewis Financial Group. Or you can reach out to request the guide at 970 446 1234. 970 446 1234. Two, three, four. This is the NOCO Retirement Reports, along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, some people who delay Social Security until, say, age 70 and then have to start taking money from their you know, retirement savings accounts, the RMDs, at 72, you know, they can be pushed into that higher tax bracket. You talked about it a little bit earlier, Josh. Uh, this is what some analysts call the old tax torpedo. So, can I dodge the tax torpedo in some way, shape, or form? Before I answer that, I just want to give a quick disclaimer that I am not a CPA or a tax advisor. So please seek consultation of a qualified tax <laughs> professional before making any Do you have somebody you uh, can you recommend are, if I don't have one, by the way? Your, client, your compliance is best friend right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but uh, do you guys have re folks you could recommend if I don't have a CPA or a tax consultant? <clears throat> Absolutely. And even if you do have a CPA or a tax consultant, we like to work with them and uh, be a team for you where we're all working together. Rowing the boat sync. in the same direction. Exactly. So now that I got that out of the way. <laughs> nice work, Josh. Nice yes, work. Yes, thank yeah. you very much. Yep. Dodging torpedoes here myself. So, um, <laughs> Yes, you, you absolutely can look at, you know, and I don't know that you necessarily dodge it entirely. Sure. It really kind of depends on your situation. But if you can sort of, you know, maybe shuck and jive a little bit to a certain extent, you can definitely soften the blow of that tax torpedo. But again, it really comes back to looking at where are you taking withdrawals from now? Does it make sense to realize some taxable income when we're in likely the lowest tax environment we'll probably ever see for the rest of our lifetimes? I would say yes, for most of us, it makes sense. But again, you got to look at kind of how all your assets are structured too. Because more often than not, I think most people's portfolios are going to be, you know, based on an employer plan, like a 401k goes to an IRA sometime in the future. All of that's going to be taxed like ordinary income. So if you're not, you know, when we talk about diversification, I think it's important to talk about diversifying your asset classes as well as the tax classifications of your account. So if you don't have Roth IRA, if you don't have a taxable brokerage account, if you don't have these other buckets of money, all that money is going to be subjected to ordinary income taxes in the future. So really, before you get to that point of 72, you want to look at diversifying amongst those different tax classifications so that when tax rates do go up, you're able to mitigate some of that tax increase so that, you know, really what happens is if you need $50,000 net a year to live and then taxes go up by 20%, all of a sudden, you're going to need an additional, you know, say $12,000 to cover that difference. So now your gross distribution is going up higher to meet the same net distribution amount. 
So it's really comes back to looking at it in a future fashion type planning and saying, hey, if I'm getting X, Y, and Z, how do I make sure all of that isn't taxed like ordinary income because taxes are going to go up? <clears throat> this right. is what, yeah, and yeah. this is what, yeah, I just, away. I, sorry, I've got to, I've got to interrupt. We've She's been fired saying, up. <laughs> I am. This, this is one subject that, I mean, there's a lot of subjects that fire us up, but this is one that we, again, it's, it, there, the window is so it's closing, right? And so that's why we're trying to get as much information out there. We're calling it the tax tsunami. And I always think of the YouTube video where a tsunami is coming and there's all these people standing there with their dang phones, videotaping this tsunami coming and they're not doing anything about it. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot is a lot of people are just, they know that it's coming, but they don't know what to do. They don't know, you know, and they're just like, well, you know, we're just kind of watching the show right now, you know, like this is kind of getting wow, a little really crazy. Cool. Why is that wave getting bigger as it comes towards oh. me? And then you see the tsunami coming in the in the YouTube video, and it's literally washing people away. And it's like, you dumb-dumb. Like, what were you thinking? Why were you standing there with your phone? You know? And so that's where we are just encouraging as many people as possible. Get in and talk to us so that we can help position you so that you are not caught in that tax tsunami wave. Mm. Yeah, folks. The Tax Cut and Jobs Act was enacted in 2017. And what it did is reduce taxes, but there was a sunset clause put on it. And at the end of 2025, the beginning of 2026, the Tax Cut and Jobs Act tax relief is gone. And guarantee you that Congress is not going to go backwards on taxes because we have a $30 trillion debt and counting, and they have to pay for it somehow and the way that they pay for it is through taxes. So if you're headed to retirement and 2026 is on the horizon, know that your taxes are going to go up. And so when you come in to sit down with Alicia, Josh, Jeff, Chuck, the entire Lehman Lewis financial team, you know, again, they're going to explain to you and help you understand the potential impact that taxes can have on your retirement savings. You learn ways to reduce or possibly eliminate taxes in retirement and then creating an income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to. It's called the peace process at the Lehman Lewis Financial Group, and that starts with a personal connection. Folks, they sit down with you. They, they first of all, want to get to know you. What are your dreams? What are your goals? What are your objectives in retirement? And then they're going to go through some education because they're going to take the information you bring to them and they're going to plug it in, get some analysis, and then sit down and educate you on where you're at and what are the next steps to help you. Then you come to an agreement and put into action this plan if you say, yes, I want to work with you. And then they create and implement that plan and put it into, a, uh, into action. And then the last E for peace, P-E-A-C-E, is enjoy retirement. If you want this for your retirement portfolio, reach out to Alicia, Josh, Jeff, Chuck, the entire Lehman Lewis team at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. We continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. It might ramp up, or it could slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? 
Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting TAX to 970-446-1234. That's TAX to 970-446-1234. You found the NOCO Retirement Reports along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Well, the number of Americans who are afraid they're never going to be able to retire is at an all-time high and Guys, let's talk about why that is. Why do people get so locked up that, you know, they've worked all their lives? I mean, maybe their careers spanned 40 years and they've been putting money into a 401k and maybe saving in another account. Maybe they had some real estate along the way, but they just, they're just afraid that they can't retire. So why is this? For a lot of reasons, honestly, but I think it's just, and, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way, but it's ignorance, right? You know, people work in a career and maybe they were a chemist or they were a doctor or something like that. And they're really, really good at what they do. You know, they're an expert in their field, but their field isn't retirement planning. It's not cash flow analysis. It's not, you know, asset allocation. It's not all of these things that pertain to how are you going to enjoy and fund and facilitate your retirement income plan? And so I think more often than not, you know, a lot of people don't look at it as objectively as they might something else and say, you know, I've worked hard, I've saved well, everything's going to work out. And and I think, you know, all too often people have this kind of hope for the best plan for the best type of mindset. And all too often, you know, things happen along the way and it sort of usurps that sort of, you know, air quotes plan, if you will. And so, you know, if you're not taking the time to sit down with somebody who's an expert in retirement planning, then I think you're missing out on a lot of opportunities. And I think you're missing out on really sort of generating some of that peace of mind that could come from that planning and better understanding, you know, how how would your assets get, you know, sent out to you on a monthly basis? What does that look like on an annual basis? How does that translate to the next 35 years of your lifetime? And so too often, I think, People are ignorant about it, and then they procrastinate about it, and it sort of becomes this double-edged sword. And then they get to that point in retirement because, you know, time marches on. We get to a point where we want to retire, but we haven't taken the necessary steps to really secure kind of all of those hopes and dreams that come with it. It's like well, and I think Steve Miller band, time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into yeah. the future. Oh that's man, right. that's a good one. I'm gonna have that stuck in my head all day. It's kind of like uh, I I was uh, talking to somebody. It, it's like 
you have a bunch of these assets and statements and investments kind of scattered all over. It's like a puzzle, right? Mm -hmm. And you have this puzzle that you're trying to put together, but you don't have the box to look at, which come to find out that's actually a thing, which I'm like, why would anybody do that? That's so wild. But <laughs> so many times people, you know, are approaching retirement and they're nervous because they, like Josh said, they're not experts in it and they just have all these pieces and that's where we sit down with them and help them put these pieces. When we get to know them, that's where we're like, okay, what is your picture? What do you want your picture to look like? And let's put these pieces together uh, so that it works in the picture that you want. And again, I think that comes back to that piece process. And, you know, what we always are trying to do is make sure, hey, we're really getting to know you, what you're wanting to accomplish. That way we can position your retirement around that. So many times people are like, well, I guess this is how much I need and I'll just take it from this account over here. And it's like, oh, that's just, that's not the best way to do it. Let's figure out, um, you know, how to plan better for it. And I, It it does seem intimidating to people sometimes, but once they come in and talk to us, they're like, oh man, this has been great. We understand it. You're not talking over our heads. We always joke we're, you know, we're talking in layman's terms, but we, we really want people to understand it, get it and be able, because otherwise that, you know, we never want people to walk away scratching their heads saying, well, they, they know it all. I guess I'll just go along with what they're saying. No, we want them to feel comfortable and confident and understand um, because, again, that that's part of the, the peace process. Well, I was just going to say that, Alicia. Peace, we're talking P-E-A-C-E, and the A in the word peace is action and agreement. So that's, I mean, it really is, is that uh, you're, you're coming to the agreement that you are now teammates, correct? Right. Absolutely. So you have to think, you know, personal connection is first, and then we're going to educate and make sure that you truly understand. And then it is that action and agreement. Do you want the team here at Lehman Lewis to be your trusted advisors? And then we, we sit down and we, uh, create and implement and say, you know, here's the blueprint. Do you want to make adjustments here, there, you know, what do you like? What do you dislike? We, we really get into the nuts and bolts. And then the E is enjoy retirement, enjoy it because this is what you've worked your butt off for all these years. And the last thing that we ever want anybody to do is, is be nervous about retirement. We want you to live your life at its fullest. And in order to do that, you've got to have that retirement roadmap, have that plan and have a team of of advisors standing behind you through every walk of life through this retirement. Yeah. And as far as part of that, uh, enjoy retirement, you get the receive and review your very own personalized written plan. It is, it's put together for you with the information you provided and, and the guidance and the education you've received and all the decisions that you've made with the team at Lehman Lewis. It's all put together as part of a written plan, but it is personalized. It's your plan. It's your retirement roadmap. Reach out at 970 446 1234 to start your 
very own retirement roadmap and peace process with Alicia, Josh, Jeff, Chuck, the entire team at the Lehman Lewis Financial Group, 970-446-1234. Now, I did want to point out, uh, Simply Wise has put out a retirement confidence index, and it says that 44% of Americans are still worried that they're never going to be able to retire. So, you know, it's obviously key about having a strategy and so much of what we talked about. But it's also important to realize that even if you've been working with a financial professional, that professional might not be the right fit for the different stage of life, which is retirement. Is that correct? Absolutely. Again, this comes back to we live in a world of specialists. Are you working with a specialist in retirement? So if you are five to 10 years from retirement, your your uh, investing should really change. It shouldn't be the same way that you've been investing for the past 20 years. It should be shifting into uh, retirement types of investments and planning and time horizons. And again, you know, the other thing that we see a lot, unfortunately, is that people say, oh, I've got a plan. We're like, okay, well, when was the last and show it? <laughs> yeah, let, let's see it. Let, first of all, let's see it. And second of all, when was the last time this was revised? Because nothing should ever be a set it and forget it plan. Things are changing. Your life is changing. The economy is changing. The market is changing. Taxes are changing. Laws are changing. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And all of that affects your portfolio and your retirement plan. And so this is something where we are up on all of these things. We want to make sure that our clients and our, the families that we represent are getting all of those updates, not only just as information and education, but also as it pertains to their portfolio and their plan. Hmm. Okay, so I, I want to ask a question, and Josh, as we're diving into kind of this next topic, think of 20 years ago, and could you survive on what you were making 20 years ago, on what you were doing 20 years ago? Can you survive on that today? I would say most people would say, not a chance. Uh, and, and so... Getting that second and, and and the reason I say that is because because of inflation and taxes and things that attack your retirement portfolio, you need to double your income about every twenty years uh, in retirement. And let's face it, retirement can last thirty, thirty-five or more years. Are you prepared to have your income double, if not once, but twice? And so, when is it a t- good time to come in and get a second opinion and start, you know, looking at retirement income planning? Yeah. So yesterday would have been a great time to come in and look at that, right? Because, you know, it it really is never too soon. When I, when I sort of look at the dynamic of clients we have, where we have, you know, some families in their seventies and eighties, and all of a sudden their kids are calling in going, you know, I turned 50, 55 this Mm -hmm. year. Love what you did for mom and dad. I want to start putting together something like that. And so I think some of those folks actually have a leg up on a lot of, you know, the rest of the world because they've sort of seen that benefit of that early retirement planning and sort of that peace of mind and confidence that maybe mom and dad have. And they go, I want that too. And so it's one of those things of it's never too early to start. I mean, we might not be the right fit for you now, but it's definitely something you want to look at if you're listening and you're, you know, 30, 35 years old. 
you might want to stop a minute and look and say, hey, am I saving money? Where am I saving money? How am I saving money? What's that going to do? So I think that should be in the back of a lot of our minds. But if you're getting to that point in time, I think now's the time you pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, I, I need to start figuring out what a plan might look like for me because you're absolutely right. At an average rate of inflation of 3.2%, which is what it's been really since they've tracked CPI since 1913, it's going to mean that your expenses every 21 years will double. And, you know, when you look at life expectancy now, you can, you know, reasonably expect your expenses to go up by about 2.5x. And really, when we run some cash flow analysis and look at that over, you know, people's lifetimes, and they look at, gosh, when I'm 101, I'm going to be spending $22,000 a month. And they sort of laugh at that number. But when you look back at, say, what the average, you know, annual household income was for a family in 1970, it starts making a lot of sense because, you know, inflation is real. It's progressive. And that's all got to be part of, you know, really factored into that plan. Well, I can even think in my working career. I mean, I, the first job I took as a busboy at, uh, at a restaurant was $3.13 an hour. I mean, if I made three thirteen an hour right now, I'd be in deep trouble. I'd be having like five jobs just to try and uh, pay the rent. <laughs> I mean, it's just so it, it's it has to make light bulbs do have to go on when you guys kind of put in in a context that you're not planning for one year or five years. I mean, you're planning for the rest of your life, and and it once you're kind of lay it out in the roadmap, it's got to make much more sense. Absolutely. I think too, you know, when you think about lifestyle, so, you know, so many people are like, and as, as we were talking, I kind of jotted a note like 20 years ago, this is how much I was making, like I'm laughing about it. But I also think of lifestyle and when you have been working and, you know, you're at your peak of your career and you're about to retire and, you know, you, you spend less than you make and everything just seems great. And then you, you, pull that trigger and say, I'm going to, I'm retiring. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm just, I'm done. Yes, I've arrived. And, and then you retire and typically you don't want your income to be less. In fact, we see more people want, want to need more income because of the fact that they're doing all the things that they've not been able to do because they had a full-time schedule. I mean, you think about it, look at all the time that you're going to have on your hands, you know, and yeah, I got some projects here and there, but you're going to be traveling more. You're going to be out with the cronies, you know, having lunch or coffee or what have you. You're going to pick up some hobbies. So again, this requires uh, a lot of planning and making sure that you're on the right track. Reach out to Alicia, Josh, Jeff, Chuck, the entire team at Lehman Lewis and start your retirement income plan today. 970-446-1234 is the phone number. 970-446-1234. Alicia, Josh, great to be with you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Absolutely. Thank you. You too. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call, 970-446-1234. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are gonna be really helpful information to 
prepare for retirement. So if you want to get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or S estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.